Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome back to Irregular Bitches, the sometimes a bit sweary, you have been warned, podcast for all of us ladies on the cusp of midlife who can remember the lyrics to our favourite song in senior school but can't remember why we walked into the kitchen. I'm Sarah Kaywood, former telebird from the 90s and noughties and currently mumming, it's a job, crafting and voiceovering with varying degrees of success and Louise over there looking lush in her <laughs> dress from Hush. <laughs> She knows that's, I've got that's a thing an inside I've, joke. Yeah, I've, I've got a thing about hush. I think it's overpriced. I had to admit to her this morning when she said how nice my dress was. I was dreading her asking me because it's from hush. I get really upset. In the same overpriced middle class, so I can afford it. Clothing, it's like Bowden. Anyway, <laughs> but you uh, like it. She, yeah, I do think you look absolutely <laughs> lovely. In fact, I'll probably have to go on the website check out. Uh, but that's Louise Mitchell over there. She's a former marketing badass, weren't you? I bet you were great in the boardroom. I was. That sounded filthy. I was filthy. In the boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done it on a ballroom table? I have not, no. Oh, I thought you were going to say you had. I got really excited. <laughs> I mean, I can lie if you like. Just, just I've, now, I've now got an image in my head that I can't actually get out of it. Louise, like some sort of Alexis Carrington Colby Dexter <laughs> on a boardroom table, legs akimbo. That's a whole different podcast, though. <laughs> Let's do it. Irregular. Bitches. I discovered a Facebook group that my friend Lizanne told me to get on when I went into perimenopause for the first time. And she she kept saying you're in perimenopause. And I was a bit in denial. I was like, no, I'm not. No, I was still getting my period. But that's the whole point. You're still having a period. Still Honestly, Sarah, you need to go to the doctor, get on the HRT. I was miserable. I was moody. I was just hormonal, you yeah. know, no longer off my tits on estrogen. And, uh, and she said, you've also got to join. I'm going to get you to join this page called Feeling Flush which we've got one half of the co-founders of with us today, and that is Paula Fry. Hi, Paula. Hello. You, Hello can I just you. say, you say, honestly, saved my life in so many ways with that page. Oh, bless. Honestly, you and you know. Lynette, thank God for you guys, because I didn't know where to go. This was before I'd even met Louise. So when I met her, it was like a perfect storm of, oh, there are women out there. Mm who are all talking about this and it there are safe places where you can go and talk about this and mm. you know say uncomfortable things and have people not recoil recoil yeah yeah. yeah, and actually, and 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 you know, there's a lot of camaraderie, isn't there? You know, we ha we have a really good laugh. I mean, sometimes we're not just talking about you know, vaginal dryness yeah. or the fact that we don't want to shag our husbands or or you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. We might just be having a bit of a giggle of you know who we did want to shag when we were like eighteen. Yeah. You know, or, or oh my 14, god, was that the perfect. one? Was that it? Was on feeling flush, wasn't it? When and it I, was, yeah. I I totally put up the bass player from Skid Row. Yeah, we did. We did. We we we've yeah, we, also put like our like ugly crushes, you know, Jeremy so, Vine or 
or oh, with yes, oh, it's all coming yes. out that now. Was you. It was oh, with you. Fucking it was love you. him. I remember Honestly, that one. he knows as well. Somebody once outed me on Twitter because I said I fancied him, and then they 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 forwarded it <laughs> onto him, it. and he lo- he sent a laughing emoji back, Good and man. I was so thrilled. Good Ironically, man. that means you've basically got off with him. You know that, don't you? Well, basically, yeah, virtually. <laughs> but ironically, many many years ago, after doing a show together, Tim Vine, his brother, asked me out on a date. Oh, so close! I know, oh, wow. so near, and, yet I d- so and far. I didn't go out with Tim. And I probably should have done because it probably would have been hilarious. But I think I was being a bit snobby about. I was like, oh, I only date rock stars and actors, you know. <laughs> I was at that, at that stage. I wish I'd had that stage, Paula. Did you have that stage? Yes, I haven't definitely not gone through the actor <laughs> or the rock star stage. <laughs> only in my head. They're both complete losers, Paula. Both <laughs> lots, complete losers. Comedians are much better, to be fair. But anyway, we'll gloss over that. That's a whole That's another, another podcast. podcast. <laughs> So tell us, why did how did you and Lynette, who is the other co-founder of Feeling Flush, how did you meet and how did you come to start it? And what's you know, what's your background? Because you work in the city, don't you? So I've I've worked I've worked in the city for a long, long time. So mm. uh God, I think I start ninety two I started working in the Wowzers. city. I know. I was only five. Um, <laughs> and just very clever. And um, so I start, I started working in the city. And then in 08, I lost my job. So I got made redundant in the, in the crisis. I was a currency trader. So mm-hmm. I worked, you know, in a, in a big American bank. I spent all day shouting and screaming and swearing and stuff like all the boys did. Didn't, didn't work with actually, there was women, but there wasn't, there wasn't very female, many traders anyway. Mm. I got paid off a bit for, for being made redundant. So I started up a uh, designer consignment shop with a vintage element to it. So mm-hmm. I was selling clothes from like 1930s onwards, but I had like a real speciality in like 50s, 60s, 70s plus, you know, nice designer stuff. So it was a really lovely little boutique where I live in Tom Wiggles. And Lynette and I met on Twitter because she had started Lovely's Vintage. Right. So she was doing her, you know, magazine editor and sort of, you know, obviously she's done telly and stuff as well. So we got we got chatting, we got friendly. If I source things sometimes I'd say to Lynette, do you want this? I you know it's not the sort of thing that I'll sell in my shop. So we we kind of got a bond that way. We used to chit chat make each other laugh. She loves dogs. I love dogs. So we, 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 we got, we got on, on lot in lots, on lots of different ways. Anyway, I sold my business in 2015. Mm-hmm. So long story short, I, you know, I just couldn't get a good salary out of it. So after five years, I, I sold it, but I only lasted probably working in it two years full time. And then I went back to the city anyway. Mm. So Lynette and I actually met in person. She was in town doing something and she texts me and I was around the corner and we ended up having a cup of tea and a, and a bit of a giggle, um, which was lovely, you know, because we feel like we know each other really well yeah. after 10 years. And then Feeling Flush came about um, three years ago and she, I can't remember what she mes- messaged me about. It was something completely random. We were having a chat on Facebook Messenger and um, she said something about how she was feeling and I had been, I was 47 then. I'd been going through perimenopause probably since I was about 43 and I'd been, I was a real expert on it. I'd Googled, I'd read, I'd, and there wasn't a lot of information. You had to really go deep into things like chat rooms. There were women talking, but I was in American chat rooms, reading stuff. I was, I did go and see my doctor 
who sort of said, well, look, let's just test, test your hormone levels and put you on HRT. And I think I was 45 then. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not doing that. You know, I don't mm. want to do that. I, I don't want to take medication. Uh, you know, HRT gives you cancer, which is yeah, that's been, what my it's mum been had debunked said to me. now, hasn't it? But yeah, totally. It was, at the time, it was a at bit of a time, fear factor. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was my mum that had said to me, "You must never go on it." So um, Lynette and I, during this conversation, we had a messenger where I sent her some links to stuff, and I said, "Look, you're going through perimenopause, mate." This is what I'm going through. Yeah. It, you know, it can go on for like 10 years before you hit menopause. And um, she sort of said, well, God, if you feel like this and I feel like this, why don't we just start a group up in private? We'll just invite our friends because, and let's get women talking about mm-hmm. it. So that's what we did. And it grew and grew and grew. And I think like, yeah, now we've got like nearly 900 members. We've got members globally. And um Really, we don't do anything much on it now in the sense that it, it just looks after itself. Mm. So we, people have to apply to to join it. Yeah. And we have discussed everything. There is nothing we haven't discussed. Um, you know, you know, anything sex wise, masturbation. We've talked about, you know, all the diff- different hideous symptoms you can get. And so women are great at giving their tips on, well, you know, how to deal and with it. And how to deal with it itching or and then we do talk a lot you know a lot of like you touched on like hrt you know women being scared we have a lot of women that will not go down the hrt route that are in the group Mm. that will talk about you know trying to do things um you know a little bit more down the herbal and yeah like holistically yeah because it's not it's not militantly that's the one thing i perhaps need to say because obviously people listening will want to come and join the group and it's Mm. not militantly hrt i found Paula, and I don't know whether you have too, that when I went to the doctor initially, I'd had all my bloods done before and my estrogen levels were borderline. They were, they were getting quite low, but they weren't at the point at which the NHS will say HRT. So they were trying to get me around that. They really didn't want to prescribe it. It took me quite a while to get it prescribed. Uh, once my friend Lizanne had said, you really need the HRT. They just tried, to, why did they put us on antidepressants all the time? I yes. feel like that's masking the mm. problem. I don't really understand why that's the go-to for most GPs is to stick a, ho- a, a, a perimenopausal woman who's struggling yeah. with mood swings on. Because also the thing, I've been on antidepressants a couple of times for event-led depression. And what they tend to do is they do level you out, but the, the high the highs go as well as the lows. And, yeah. you, and you end up flatlining in the middle. And uh, like, oh, and you can't fucking calm either. Oh. For what? No, sometimes that comes back. That's not for everybody, but for a lot of women and men as well. Wow. They they do, they do something to your nerve endings. It's like goodbye orgasm. That's devastating. No. Well, a lot of the girls in the group have been prescri- prescribed them, and being in the group as well has armed them and made them just you know given them that knowledge. So when they go and see their GP you know, um, we're all behind them in the group. Yeah. You know, some, some people will say, oh, I'm seeing my GP tomorrow. What are the things I should say? Oh, you sure guys what- definitely got me my HRT prescribed by just yeah, saying, yeah. go in and don't take no for an answer. Don't take just, no. Yeah, and I mean, just- one, of, one of my girlfriends in the city, she had, um, you know, she's part of the group and obviously, you know, I see her, see her socially as well. So we talk about it a lot, but she'd been offered antidepressants as well. And she had to go back five times. And in the end, sit there and say, I am not going to fucking leave this room until you give me some HRT. Yeah. Mm. It depends and what GP you get a lot of the time as well, doesn't it? I ended up with a really sympathetic 
one of our lovely male GPs and he just sat and listened and then went, right, let's get you sorted then. And quite often the GP hasn't got the time to sit and listen to you anyway. You've yeah. got your You've got 15 minutes, minutes or whatever well, it is. Yeah. 15, and... I said. <laughs> Don't think so. It's not even one size fits all as well. And I mean, I, I actually, what they did with me first, they gave me the Mirena coil. So you get um, a little bit of pres- progesterone, progesterone and you yeah. get some testosterone as well, a tiny bit with that. And they gave me that because my periods were dreadful. Mm. I mean, they were knocking me out two days every month to the yeah, point. Yeah, Louise I has that problem. Me. I'm quite yeah. lucky. Yeah. Mine are quite light, really. But these so my, like Marina, Marina sorts that out. So Marina will stop you having them completely, or you get very light ones. And mine, mine went very light. Been on the Marina now five years, and they've only just stopped. So, um, because I had another one inserted, but then I went on the HRT, it will be three years this Christmas. So I'm on the Easter gel. So can I ask what led you to the HRT, Paula? What, what made that research your choice? Research, you know, listening to people talk like, um, Liz Earl, um, she's great. Yeah. I mean, Does she really talk about good... it a lot? I love Liz Earl. Yeah. yeah, she's lovely. Like, so Liz Earl, uh, uh, there's a really good book that she wrote, The Menopause Guide. So that that was actually, that, I think that just came out last year. So when I, she was, talk, she talked the men, about the menopause a lot on her podcast. And I was also listening to uh, Dr. Louise Newson, who's the menopause doctor. She's amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were all really pushing this. And Actually, to be fair, my GP had tried to push it and I'd been a bit like, oh, you know, I don't know. And then the Mirena, okay, that was doing the job on the periods, but it wasn't. Obviously, I didn't have hot flushes. I had mood swings. I wanted to kill people. Mm. I didn't want to sleep with my husband. I had anxiety. So all all of those and, and itching. Oh, oh okay. Word. Can That's I just interrupt for one minute? <laughs> Paula... Louise has informed for a minute. I'm going to explain. So then there's a bit of context. (laughs) I'm just going to tell her what your symptom is and then you can explain it. Sticky, itchy ears. Oh, oh no, I was like hoping you were going to add. On the, on the outside or the no, inside? inside. No, you know when inside. you get a tickle on the inside and you just want to shove a cotton bud in and go... Rah. Which obviously you don't do because you're not supposed to put them and in And she calls ears. it bo- bro- brogling. Brogling around in your ears. Around See, in. I'm not the only person that has this, Paula, and it's something that me and two of my friends have identified as something that's gone in line with our age. Mm. And they drive me insane. I will wake up in the middle of the night and I now put a <laughs> cotton bud, which obviously I don't use, next to the bed Nothing. because... Because it's smaller than your me, elbow, madam. Because it's driving me insane. And I was hoping that wow. was going to be a list on your where's, list of Where's your itching, Paula? Symptoms. Oh, well, I started, <laughs> I started off with, it was around my groin, which mm. obviously is not the nicest thing standing there going. Having, <sighs> having a rummage. Yeah. Having a rummage. Just turning it looks into a, a bit man. <laughs> brogling, yeah. brogling and, down there. <laughs> and it was mainly at night I, I kept Googling it, right, and I was getting all sorts of different things. And then I went to the doctor, and they they diagnosed me with something called urticaria. Urticaria just means we don't know why you scratch. <laughs> it doesn't answer anything. It's just a Latin term for generalised itching. Exactly, which is bollocks. <laughs> so they were like, oh, uh, yeah, you've got urticaria. So I'm like, oh, right, great. What do I do? Uh, nothing. It means you don't know. Right. So I said, really? So I said, well, I'll tell you what, I found evidence that – uh, perimenopausal women, menopausal women get itchy and they went absolutely not, there's no truth in that and I said well I tell you what why why are hundreds of women saying this mm. so 
actually it did go with my HRT. So it was my groin. And then it would also be the, it was always in the evening, early evening and nighttime and the backs of my legs. Oh my God. Like I would want, you know, like when you, um, scuff the bottom of your feet, like with a, with a, um, you know, dry skin thing. Yeah. I wanted to scratch myself with that. Ah, uh, ow. Like when you get rid of all the dead skin and shave it off with one of oh, those. I love it. Yes, that you do on your hard skin grater. on your feet. Yeah, yeah. I used to be that itchy on the backs of my legs. I wanted to scratch myself with a this needle. Hap- you know what? This is definitely a hormone thing because it happens in pregnancy. Yes, it's it really does. common in pregnancy. Yeah. And if that is not, so we know better than the blooming NHS. So I, I was going to bed, this will make you laugh, in, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen them, you can buy these like white man, uh, gloves to, to wear for, uh, apparently you put hand cream in. Yeah, them you can. I've got some. I've got some. And, yeah. you can, and it so, makes it all soak in. So I used to wear them to bed to stop my nails scratching my skin. So I, it was like, you know, my husband used to say, it's like going to bed with Michael Jackson. So I'd be like, in just <laughs> oh, a pair of white gloves and not, not a lot else. So it, it was it was awful. And you know what? That's pretty much, I get it like now and again, but it's always, if I'm going to get any itchiness, it's always around when I'm going to have a bleed and I still have the occasional bleed. How old are you, Paula? Right, you're 50. 50. Okay, sorry yes. to ask. I was 50 in March. Oh. So I, I managed my uh, 50th birthday just the, the weekend oh. of... The weekend before lockdown, oh, so of course Lou. everything everything's been cancelled. <laughs> you want to share, Lou? Sh- share I your had 50th. a whole festival arranged for my Lou Fest. Lou Fest. I no, could I didn't get to yes. go to Lou Fest. You didn't get to go to Lou Fest. Nobody did. Fourth of July, mine was. Oh, so you were nineteen seventies baby too? I was. We'd have been mm. in the same year. At so school. am I. I am only two years Nin- younger. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, so at least we're all right. We that's all we got to worry about. But yeah, we yeah. have lots of things planned. We're allowed to be so, sad about it, stuff it, too, though. I I, th- I just think you know we're all in the same storm, but not in the same boat. Totally. So um so yeah so that that you know we we talk a lot in feeling flush about all the the you know the negative things, but we also g each other up and and stuff, and I think. You know, whilst it's important to say to anyone that does want to join, you know, we do, we, you will get a lot of our, our girls say, you know, when you're describing symptoms, they were, they were literally just going the comments, H, R, T. They were, um, yeah. It's, there, uh, there can be some evangelical HRT pushers in there. Yeah. But nobody's going to tell you off for not doing it. No, nobody's no, going to say, if you, if, if, the, if you then go, I don't think it's for me. I mean, and actually, my sister-in-law, who's really struggling at the moment, last time I went back to see her for our niece's 18th, she was really struggling with hot flushes. She's just come into the, you know, real deep, deep, like perimenopause, horrible stuff happening. And she has lupus. So she had to have a load of blood tests to decide if she could have HRT. Mm, Um, and, And she can, which is brilliant because I've never seen... Like at the party at our niece's 18th, I've never seen her, anyone be so miserable. She just, she, Louise and I talked about this, have talked about this before. She said, I, I don't know who I am anymore. Mm. I've just lost my sense of self. And it made me feel really sad. She's put on, well, she thinks she's put on a lot of weight. She's put on a bit, but she still looks amazing. But it's just that, you know, middle-aged spread. You feel like you're not as attractive in the face anymore. It's just the loss of, um, we've always said, you know, I said to Lou, I'd sometimes feel a bit invisible. So, Oh, you, yeah. Yeah, that invisibility, like, because men do age better than women and it just makes me feel so sad. And I said to Lou the other day, I don't want to be young. I don't, you know, I don't want to be young again. I just don't want to be forgotten. No, I, I don't want to be just a mum on the school run. <laughs> 
I just no, no, I want do to think men it. do it better though. I don't, I don't think they do. I think men look. I think men do grey hair better. Yeah, maybe um, that's it. I think that's I think gray hair generally depending on you know because big you know men tend to like get out of that salt and pepper look mm, but yeah. on a woman it just you just look like you can't be arsed don't you mm. but I mean mine's my gray hair you know during lockdown obviously you know you don't have your hair done for like five or six months and mine mine's highlighted and oh my oh the gray lord but it's just in it's patchy it's not something I could grow out you know because mm. it would just look bloody stupid it's in like just bits and bobs but I I think the perception as well as you're, you know, we all feel like that, you know, you, you, you start to become invisible and it's difficult, you know, when you, when you work like me in a very uh, young men environment, mm. that can be quite tough to compete because where I find one, actually, you know, one of the worst, I don't know whether either of you have had this, one of the worst symptoms I had, if I had to say one that probably hurt me the most was, um, it, it just brain fog. Yeah, <gasps> I hate it. it Especially like as a broadcaster, I just mm. like I, you live in. I don't. I mean, I don't think if, if somebody offered me a job on live telly now, where I had to like come up with content, mm. you know, off the on the hoof, I don't think I think I'd be too nervous. Yeah, I'd be too nervous. Like the break, just forget. I said we always joke about this. I forget Autumn's name, my daughter, all the time. I'm like, oh, it just goes for a minute. Yeah, and then it comes back. Sometimes it doesn't come back. Sometimes it stays gone. Yeah. I'm terrified I've got dementia. Actually, one of my girlfriends sent me, when she joined Feeling Flush and then sent me a text and said, oh, my God, because she'd not told me anything about what, how she was feeling. And I just suddenly thought, oh, do you know, you know, same age, you should be in Feeling Flush because you'll be going through this. And she, you know, because some women actually that we invited went, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm not going through that. Listen. If you're in your 40s, yes, you are. Had this with a friend the other day. I got quite cross. She was like, oh, it's all dry fannies and hot flushes. But she was coming at it from a derogatory place, wasn't she? Which is so yeah. unnecessary. Yeah. And it is. Yeah, but it, is. It, will, it, will, it is coming to you whether you like it or not. And you can deny it. Mm-hmm. And you can. And I, I get that a lot of women in the media don't want to be the poster girl for, you know, like I, that's why I, I love Andrea McLean. I love her. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to get her on for a guest because she is not afraid to be the poster to girl for menopause she's not afraid to be this girl is on fire you know and that really speaks to me I like real women I like women who wear their hearts on their sleeves who say panty liners without lowering their voices oh yeah yeah I say menopause at work all the time and and the men you know cringe a bit but now they're so used to it that's the Um, point I don't like the word though it does annoy me it does no I know and it's you know what it you know what it does as well? It makes you sound and feel old. That's yes. the problem. Yes, yes, and, yes, yes, yes. And it's it a does. negative and connotation and it's such a shame yeah. because I think it's down to us to change it. And I don't make think it we less can negative. though, Lou. Then we have to come up with a new word. I remember I was in a client meeting. This was actually before I went on HRT and it's what probably pushed me right over the edge to, to go and do it in the end because I was in a I was in a meeting and I'd been I'd, I'd started, I'm, I'm actually fine now, now I'm on the HRT, but I'd started to preempt that, and I'm sure you've probably done this, you're going to forget a word. So you start to think about another word that you can put in place yeah. of that word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've so, you know, I'd be, and I'm quite uh, an expressive person when I'm talking. So I'd be like taking pauses and looking like I was thinking what and digesting what they were saying is actually because I 
couldn't remember what I was going to fucking say. Can Can I ask, Paula, what was it, do you think, that made you not be honest about what was going on? Well, not to be honest, I was trying to, I knew I was going through perimenopause myself. I suppose there was a bit of, because I felt anxious and depressed and tired mm. and the brain fog doesn't make you see very clearly. So even mm. when you know, you almost have to have that sort of ping moment of clarity where you think, hold on a minute, that uh, something's not right with me, mm. you know, and I started to feel like I couldn't do my job and I had terrible imposter syndrome, oh, yeah. you know, I used to think, oh, one day somebody's just going to come and, you know, tap me on the shoulder and say, sorry, you need to like, yeah, yeah, off, you, didn't, you, know? yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you can't work here. And, um, it was actually in a, it was during a, you know, finishing a meeting, I was walking to the lift to, to leave, um, a trading floor with one of the traders and we had a mutual friend and I've known this guy for about 20 years and I can see his face perfectly in my head. And he said, Oh, by the way, or oh, sorry, I said, Oh, by the way. And I went to say this guy's name and it had gone. And I just sort of went, oh, I just couldn't, Mm. I just couldn't get out. You know, I couldn't remember his name. It's so frustrating. Zoe Ball talks about it quite a lot on the radio. I love she and I does. Do, I love her. She talks about having she went, oh, menno moments and she's quite upfront about it. She was talking about the other day, like where she's had two weeks off, she was moaning about the, the, the spread as well. The lock lock the lockdown way. I mean there's oh, nothing yeah. of her. But yeah, she clearly is, I think, wants to be honest about it and wants to you know, because she, oh, you're on the radio. You can't lose a word when you're broadcasting, but she does. And she just goes, oh, man, a moment, sorry, brave fogger. Well, that's what we, that's what me and the girls do at work. I, if I'm in a meeting and I go, oh, go on, you, one of you, you know, I've got brain fog. Like I can't. So I, even with HRT, you still get the gaps and stuff, but you just don't get, I just don't think you get them as, as often. And I certainly don't have the fog. And I said to my, I remember saying to my husband one day and I was crying and I just said to him, every morning when I open my eyes, I feel like somebody's opened up the top of my head and filled it with cotton wool. Mm. And then every day the cotton wool felt like it was more. And then oh, I, that's horrible. I used to feel like I was trying to look through cotton wool, even though my eyes were clear. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. was just like, it was just like wading all the time. And it was, it was so horrible. And I mean, I was 40, 44 um at the time and you know so I had a few I had a few years of that really of po- and when like you said you know why Louise why would you poke up with it but at the time I thought well you know my mom didn't go through menopause till her early 50s I'm too young yeah right? we need to make women understand that this starts in your late 30s you might be 40 you might be 42 like I mm. was 43 you know as soon as your period starts to change that's the first yeah. Symptom, and you might get all the other bits and bobs, or you might not. I mean, so, one of my girlfriends sailed through it. My mum did. Months. Every time I talk about this new podcast, she's she like, she's, yeah, she doesn't. She just looks like, you know, whoever I'm telling it to will go, will look at Val and she'll go, oh, don't look at me. I've sailed through it. It's fine. So, or did she, or did she just not realize? Do you know what I mean? Or did she just not realize? Because I guess around that time, she may have been divorcing my dad for the second oh, time. So, do you know go. what I mean? It may have just been all, all caught, or all could have one, even yeah. been a reason why. You know, you just don't know, do you? The thing is, women, you know, if you go back to our grandmothers, say, and, and before that, 
you know, women didn't live as long, for sure. Women also weren't very vocal about certainly sex lives and how they were feeling. Mm. And, you know, there would have been a lot of women in the in the 50s and 60s that would have been on antidepressants. Yeah. You know, at the 70s. And I don't know what they all quaaludes. They liked the lewds yes. back then, didn't they? <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and a lot of this would have just been the fact they were going through menopause. And if you look back through history about how women are depicted in, you know, like witches and harridans and everything, they're probably just menopausal women who wanted to kill everybody. Yeah. Which that's what I was like. I mean, I, I my kids, I remember my kids saying to me, God, God, bloody hell, mommy, can't say anything to you because I was just like, Bleh. But you, that you guys, and again, thank you so much for putting this up because it, in the Feeling Flush page, because it meant that we didn't have to get through the paywall. But you put Catelyn Moran's whole article up on the page. Yeah. And, and she's, she went into great detail, didn't she, about how, you know, menopausal women, it's no wonder we're all angry because, you know, the, the, the lovely serotonin y, estrogen y, you know, pool that we've been swimming around in for our 20s and 30s is gone. Irregular. Bitches. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Getting back to hormones, I feel like we're very accepting and supportive of our teenagers. We're very accepting and supportive of our pregnant ladies. And we are not so accepting and understanding of our perimenopausal ladies. And now I am one because I am also 50. Uh, I'm I'm sad about that. And I want to try and change that like you guys. Yeah. I mean, I get ribbed at work, ter- like, you know, banter about being old by the younger lads and even by some of the older men, you know, because they know they do it to wind me up because it's funny, you know, let's let's wind Paula up. You know, we have we, we do have a good laugh, but... You know, I think now there's so many where there wouldn't have been years ago. There's so many women that are in the late 40s and 50s and 60s and even 70s. I mean, you know, that you can look at as role models and Mm. think, yeah, actually, you know, like look at, you know, your Kylie's and your Jennifer Aniston's and all them sorts of things and Sharon Stone's and Mm. Helen Mirren's who are all who all look lovely yeah Yeah. look look amazing and you can you can still look good it's knowing yourself isn't it i think you get to this stage and you finally sort of give it stop giving a shit what anyone thinks of you and you march to the beat of your own drum yeah and and it's sort of take me as i am or not at all and i love all of that but can i just say that paula you are banging look at you you're so sexy and i just think you know as justin timberlake would say let's bring for the 
perimenopausal menopausal ladies sexy back absolutely yeah. why the I mean I would I do him I into next week by the way oh, I wouldn't mind uh, that with Justin Timberlake to be fair no, would you do no, him no. into next week as well Paula <laughs> In, in a, a heartbeat. heartbeat. <laughs> in a heartbeat. Um, yeah, I, de- I definitely wouldn't be having a headache that night. Um, <laughs> you see, but- with, there's no vaginal dryness here, especially when JT's involved. So, do you know, I've been, I've been all right with that, but, oh, God, some of my friends have had murder, and some of the women in the group, when they talk about mm. it, yeah. terrible. It's horrible. It's, you know? That's the thing, this, this massive gauntlet of... Sim- of we, 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 I was going to say symptoms, and we said we didn't want to say that because it's mm. not an illness, mm. um, of signs, of yeah. things that might be happening. Yeah, I, I mean, I've had a few. That one, I've been lucky to avoid. The hot flushes, I haven't... They haven't kicked in yet. Mm. They may well do. Night sweats for me, Paula. Delightful for ah, Duncan. Loves so it. So I've had a beautiful... Few few ones of those. It right in the middle of the night where you wake up and you think you're, you're swimming, don't you? Because you're just like. But again, HRT gone. I'd, I've never had a hot flush. I've had some night sweats, a hundred percent, but always two days before a bleed, uh, like clockwork. So mm. I know that that's coming. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, bit of weight gain. Mm. But you find, a, you know, a lot of women worry about HRT as well because they worry about weight gain. But actually, what happens? We're actually with HRT is because it makes you feel better. It makes you want to exercise and eat better. And so actually a lot of women I know, myself included, have lost weight on HRT because suddenly I've wanted, because I didn't want to go to the gym. I stopped. I've always been a, I wouldn't say I'm a gym bunny. I'm just vain. So I will go and exercise because. You don't enjoy it, but you, you like the end result. No, exactly. What I've found, actually, I did a lot of weight training in my early 40s and and ended up with a couple of shoulder injuries. So now I do do Pilates. (laughs) I do Reformer Pilates. Oh, yeah. um, Which I love. And I do yoga. And and I occasionally go for a run, but I do tend to have been known to piss myself. So uh, (laughs) don't don't do that too much anymore. That's where the panty (laughs) liners come in, love. You don't have to get tenor ladies. We need tenor ladies. No, I don't need to. They don't. Panty liners. Do they do, do they fragrance those things like carefree fragrance their panty liners? I have no idea. The thing is though. I bet they don't. I mean, can you tramp? Can you girls go on a trampoline without? No, absolutely not. Yeah, and so it doesn't matter how many times I go and empty my bladder before I get on that trampoline. Can you? So I had two C sections. My pelvic floor should be fine. It's not so yeah, well, mine. Mine that. is like a burnt out village, and <laughs> I, my kids, my kids are twenty five and twenty one, <laughs> and they were um, burnt out village. My, they were my kids were both nine pound. Fucking hell! And ouch. Yeah. Did you push them out? I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> we didn't ripple, even need to look at each other. Ripple, we did that spontaneously. <laughs> Good and work, so Paula. Yeah, basically pissed myself for the last 25 years off the back because of it. Because of it. So annoying. Yeah. Do you say thank you to them every day? I do. They're lovely large heads and big children. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paula, when I tell you, my children's heads were so big that they never engaged in my pelvis. So they had to come out of the sunroof. <laughs> and so maybe as a result, that's why I don't pee myself when no, I go No, but away. I had two sections as well. Oh. But then I had, Hunter was eight, five, and I'm yeah, five I'm foot one and has a size three feet. So he was quite a big baby. Yeah. And I just, Ballerina size is this yeah, one. And I just didn't do my Kegels because I hate doing them. So do I. I'm oh, doing God. them now. Well, doing who them now? did them? I'm I don't know. I don't do them. I don't Have do you them. seen the little eggs, you know, the, um, yes. I'm just trying to, the, is it LV or something like that? So yeah. I, I, I've got a very funny story about, about one of those. I'm not sure if I put this in the group actually, but I, I bought myself one. 
they're not cheap. They're about, I want to say they're about £150. Whoa! Oosh. So what, what you do is they're, they're sort of like an egg shape and uh, not not very nice, but anyway, uh, pastel, pastel colour and you get them in a nice little, you know, uh, case. Presentation box, lovely. Yeah, presentation <laughs> case. So you put them, you pop them, you pop them in and you have an app on your phone. And what you're supposed to do, it has little, it's almost like little games and you have to squeeze them and it shows you on, you, you position the, because um, obviously it must be Bluetoothed, you position the app near to you, you know, your phone. So you're watching this thing. So you've, you've got to scrub, into honestly. your vagina. I love it. Yeah. So you, um, you're squeezing and you're watching this thing move up and down. So Amazing. you've got to, it's almost like, you know, like when you go to the fairground and you've got to hit the hammer yeah. and the yeah. bell thing. It's a bit like that, but it's in your fanny. So you're doing that and I, I'm trying to do these exercises and it says start off, you know, uh, just uh, two minutes a day and you, you work on. Anyway, we popped in and I'd be like, oh, it's bloody not moving. And I'm squeezing it had dropped out. <laughs> And you hadn't noticed. <laughs> Therein lies the problem, Paula. <laughs> but how did you not feel it drop out? Told you, burnt out village. It's, I tell you what, so, like, uh, yes. That was the end of my, uh, yeah. Maybe I just needed a bigger size. But... <laughs> do they do them in bigger sizes? Yes, yeah, I don't think do so. How would needed... you know? Exactly. I needed nine pound baby head size. Delving <laughs> around in the vagina, though, now that I have to do, I use a moon cup. Oh, I love a moon oh. cup. Oh, but the oh, delving around. I mean, it's. Oh, I have to do it in the shower. Why really. are you brogling around? I brogling around. Have to... like a pl- well, I know yeah, it does no, I've got one. The, the vacuum is thing. the vacuuming of it inside oh, you, you is click, so yeah. successful yeah. that even if you pull, it has a little tail that's about yeah. a centimetre long, and you meant to squeeze that to get the airlock out, and then yeah. pull, but it doesn't really work. So you have to really get your fingers right up nice. there. And then squeeze the actual moon cup and then yeah. you can literally, and then pull it down. <laughs> and of course, while you're doing this, it's so stressful, like while you're crouching in the shower, that invariably you clench without realising that you're clenching. Oh my and so God. then, uh, and then I'll, I'll go, just relax. And so I'll go, or cough or something, and then you can pull it out. Yeah. But I don't realise that, and that's, I guess, I so my Kegels aren't too bad because I'm clenching that moon cup. Do you not cup squat for, down? If you I squat do squat down, down and the then only thing bear is, down. You can't then then you can't really, if you're going to be out and about all day, I'm lucky I work from home, as do most of us right now, yeah. um, but you can't, you can't be fannying around in no. a public toilet brogling. with that thing. No. Brogling for your moon And you're cup. doing that while you're on a period as well, aren't <laughs> exactly. you? Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. That's when I'm not working the nicest. from home, that's when I it's use fine. a moon And cup. it's great in the shower because you can empty it in the shower, rinse it in the shower and put it back in in the shower. I love the miming. I wish everyone could see that. I know. That. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you something else, Paula. Oh, that was it. So we have these two things that we do. Oh, yeah. One of them is sort of the hideous side of things and one of them is the fun side of things. You might have already told us your well, I think two. The egg, I think the egg one, frankly. Well, is, the egg was. Yeah. So would that be a... Ho- so we have hormonal horror stories and meno moments and we like to get our guests and our listeners involved in both of those. But the, I mean, I think Paula's covered it, to be fair, but, but she is might the, Is the Kegel egg, is that a hormonal horror story or is that just a meno moment? That's a hormonal horror story, <laughs> isn't is, it? Yeah. Are there more? I mean, that's probably one of the funniest. It was, was a goodie. Yeah, which which I've told at I've told at the odd dinner party, a couple of wines down, um, and funnily enough, one of one of my best friends who's male bought me one of those for a laugh one Christmas. Right, he that's an expensive joke gift. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Secret yeah, it Santa. was. When he gave it me, I went, 
I've got one of these. And then, of course, that was hilarious. That made him laugh even more. And then I, I told the entire bar my story, Good which work. everyone thought was hilarious. So that's definitely probably, yeah, my, my, my horror story. I, I, want to, I now oh. want to meet your friend that bought you the secret Santa. So do I. We, of, we, because he sounds <laughs> really funny. I think his wife was just, I mean, we were business partners for a little while. And I think his wife was more... Um, concerned because because he showed her apparently he'd walked through Selfridges and he saw them and thought oh god Paula's always because I always used to say if we were we go we were going on business meetings and I'd be like I need the toilet like I really need a wee I've not got a pelvic floor like I'm gonna piss myself go. away. and he was so used to me saying this and saying it like you know I mean I always used to call myself Mrs Emery to him you know I'm like I'm literally gonna be like pissing all the way like you know the the character out of <laughs> little britain and i'd be saying i'm just gonna wet myself i'm gonna wet myself so he thought that was hilarious but of course he had to explain it to his wife she yeah. would have um, been i bet she was like you can't do that that's well, really mean like, why would you buy why? well she was a bit like why are you and paula even talking about that and it's like oh well, you know what paula's like she just just tell, tell me she's TMI. got a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I am a little bit. No, you're I'm one a, of us, love. Oh, you are right up. You are stuff. an irregular bitch. <laughs> yeah, a meno moments, absolutely tons. You know, but I think I've probably told you a few. You know, I think the forgetting stuff. Although I did have a cracker of a meno moment yesterday, actually, that I can share. That was I got very sweary about. I was making myself a um, bulletproof coffee. If you know what one of them is, oh, so you put I can say a coffin. You put, you put <laughs> butter and um, some oil and some hot coffee in your uh, Nutribullet and you whisk it up and it gets very, it's really lovely. It gets really creamy. It's it very mul- frothy it, well, it emulsifies, presumably, yeah. Well, yeah, and it just makes like, it's really creamy and it makes this froth on the top. Anyway, Ooh. I've been drinking it on and off for, I don't know, a couple of weeks, quite into it. My meno moment yesterday was I left the bloody teaspoon <gasps> in oh, Nutribullet. That's a meno moment. No it, way. It span round. Oh, it, it shattered oh, no. the, the Nutribullet, the, oh, no. the, the plastic thing, and it sprayed hot, buttery coffee all up my kitchen, which is grey, all up me, and all I'm stressed. White, I'm literally stressed. I've got white, I've got white floor. It's not. And... It's the metal on metal thing that's making me go no, funny. No, it's the clearing. Yeah. The blades yeah. on clearing the spoon. up the kitchen's <clears throat> what's got me. Yeah, <clears throat> and um, my my dogs just thought it was Christmas, so they <sighs> they were look just like that. licking the floor. Lou, look at that. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> I'm, done. I'm with you. That's brought the hairs up. Ugh. Yeah, I had to I had to throw the spoon away. So yeah, that what was. About, that what about the nutri bullet? Nutri bullet is okay. And guess what? And and I went straight on Amazon and bought a new plastic flask, oh. and it's come it come about an hour ago. So I'm back oh, in Jeff Bezos, bulletproof. world's first trillionaire. Oh, yes. oh but, yes, you know, yeah. it's so convenient. He's got us through lockdown. Well, he has. I've kept, yeah, I've definitely kept that going during lockdown. Me but I, too. I use the excuse I'm I'm uh, you know keeping up the British economy, but yeah. Amazon every day. <laughs> those, those tax dodging wankers. Yeah. <laughs> We're slightly concerned with our neighbours because we've we've lived in our house about eighteen months and we've done you know quite a bit of work and the now we've had lockdown so all the delivery drivers arriving. We're convinced that our neighbours think we won the lottery <laughs> because literally it just doesn't stop. And when we have a day, are you the same, Paula? When you have one day when there's no deliveries, it's all a bit. Oh, well, yeah, well, we haven't had to live. Well, yeah. What am I missing? Do you think you'll go back to shopping normally? Because I just, I just don't think I will. You know, not until there's a vaccine. I think because it's so depressing mm. to go into the shops. It is. It's been very quiet. It's the death of the. the street, it, it, it? I mean, the high street was on its knees anyway. But it's mm. really yeah. this is the final nail being cast. 
I'm, I'm back in the city a couple of days a week um, already and uh, people are starting to come, come back very slowly. But, you know, I mean, the first first day I went back into work about six weeks ago, I was like wanting to kiss the cleaners and the security yeah, people. Just people. And oh, my God, people. It was just somebody else other than yeah. my husband and my kids. Yeah. It was like, yay, you know, yeah. any, any excuse. But you, you do miss you do miss that interaction. Funnily enough, actually, just just about feeling flush during um during lockdown has probably been the quietest it's ever been. Mm. I, I think Lynette and I have both noticed Why that. Why do you so think that was? I think people have had other things. You know, because we used to have, like, posts every day. So there'd be either commentary about, mm. you know, some, what somebody was going through, questions, um, you know, people posting funny memes or, you know, whatever, all yeah. sorts of stuff. And obviously Lynette, Lynette and I are conscious that, you know, we might like to put content on there as much as we, we can, just because if we do, do get new people join, um, you know, and there's a huge amount of resource there for them to go through. They just need to like wade through it. There's pages yeah. and pay, it'll take you hours, but um, we're just conscious of, of trying to keep people, um, people uh, interested. But um, we both said a few weeks ago, we talked about it and said, actually, it's been the quietest it's been in the three years. And I just think people have, uh, you know, I mean, I went through it. I, I was the first six weeks just like, oh, my God, what what is going on? What, I think what, it was, I think we've all been overwhelmed. We've, well, yeah. we've all had our kids at home. You you just haven't got that, that cup of tea and scroll time. You just don't have it. Mm. I yeah. was the same. I mean, I post on Instagram, um, like what I'm wearing every day. And I've done that for years. Oh, you've, oh by it's the way, of, yes, you've got to follow Paula on, she's City Fash gal and I love it because you're doing that like outfit of the day thing and you look super super stylish and your Instagram feed is giving me loads of ideas of how to dress my oh, age bless I mean I love fashion and, it, and, it, and I, I used to do it I used to do it on Twitter actually back when Twitter first started so I used to post every day on Twitter oh, so it's yeah. just, a, just a kickback from that really I've got nothing to promote I haven't got a business I promote I just enjoy doing it yeah. but I you know for the first probably month I, I mean, I'm used to getting, you know, I get dressed up every day for work. I love getting dressed. Mm-hmm. It makes me, you know, makes me feel a bit more powerful. And if yeah. I've got my heels on and a kick-ass dress, and by the way, I love, I love your dress from Harsh. It's lovely. So, um, so, um <laughs> but I found that during the start of lockdown, certainly for, I just didn't want to post. I just, I just lost my mojo. I didn't want to, I didn't, I just mm. didn't feel in the mood. And obviously I was just wearing bloody sweatpants and yeah. oh, well, you know, we all, had my yeah. arse hanging out for, for a few, for about six weeks. Well, and drink, then, us diving to the bottom of a bottle of Pinot Grigio. I was, I mean, well, like my brother and I were saying last night over dinner, just the, how much I drank at the beginning of lockdown was ridiculous. Every day was, as, as Morrissey famously said, <laughs> every day was like Sunday. It was like, let's yeah. just have another drink. Um, so I just want to say to anybody listening, uh, Lynette and Paula's fabulous Facebook group uh, for all of things menopausal, pro-menopausal, and just a safe space for you to ask and receive information about anything that you want is called Feeling Flush. And you, if you search it on Facebook, you'll find it and answer a couple of questions and she'll add you in, provided you're not a complete psychopath. Which yeah, sometimes I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, actually, we probably all are when we're hormonal. We so do, I thought that was completely redundant it. comment. It's not like Twitter, if I may 
be so rude about Twitter. It's yeah. there is no there will be no backlashing. There is no judgment. You can say what you like. Uh, nobody. It's it, there's not going to be threads and threads of people. It's no not. Judgment. It's not like those mum webs. They're like, uh, the, the oh breast, god no, like the breastfeeding debates yeah. that, or the cry it out debates. We the, that's all gone for all of us. Hopefully, anyway. But yeah, that, but we'd kick them out, like wouldn't we? We'd kick them out. I mean, really you know, brilliant. So if anyone's naughty, you know, we we don't allow any bitchiness or any no, moaning or really you know, nice. you're off. You know. um, I think we probably need to wrap it up. Actually, I could talk to you all day. Honestly, oh. she's a bit mad. <laughs> she is an irregular bitch. On. So thank you so much for joining us. We really, You've really appreciate amazing. it. Thank you. Yeah. Lovely to meet you both. So it's time for us to say goodbye and thank you very much to Paula Fry from Feeling Flush. Go and join the group. Thank you so much for joining us. Irregular Bitches is a Factory Originals production and we have been Sarah Kaywood and Louise Mitchell. Until next time. Stay cool, bitches. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.